Welcome to Out and Out Vibes, a new age, new day, and modern calmness radio show. Percy and Mastro will be exploring an array of metaphysical topics. They'll be helping callers with insight about their questions. So welcome, and let's start our journey into a newly found awareness. everyone. Happy belated Valentine's Day. How are you, Gina? I'm doing great. Hi, everyone. It's Gina. And we have a guest today. Who's our guest? It is Frank Lazaro from NJ Rope. And he's the director of NJ Rope Paranormal. Uh, Frank's a resident from Jersey. And he's been attracted to the paranormal since a young age. And we're going to bring him on and we're going to ask him a little couple questions and listeners if you have any questions we are going to open our lines up to you so Dina do you remember the telephone number that he needs to call I sure do if you have a question call us at 1-888-627-6008 and we'd love to get some calls perfect so let's bring Frank on Frank Hey, how are you? Hi, Frank. Good. How's everything? <laughs> awesome. We're excited to awesome. have you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks I'm for being be on the show. Awesome. No problem. My pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. So, oh, anytime. Um, so why don't you start, Gina? What's your a question that you have for him? So, Frank, um, could you tell us exactly what NJ Rope is? Uh, yeah, sure, no problem. Um, New Jersey Researchers of Paranormal is, uh, or NJ Rope is a South Jersey-based paranormal group um, that uh, handles a uh, multitude of cases. Uh, we've been around since uh, maybe 2009, and uh, what we we do is we handle residential, um, we handle uh, you know historical locations. Uh, we average maybe you know maybe 60 to 70 cases per year. Um, ranging from everything Caspery to um, resolution work. Um, so that's one of our, our things. We, uh, we've sort of turned into a resolution team as time has gone on. So uh, that's, that's pretty much it. We, uh, we, we have uh, three teams in, our, in the state of New Jersey, and each of those teams um, is prepared to do whatever needs to be done for our clients and so forth. So that's who we are. What, uh, what actually got you, Frank, into... The paranormal. Um, did it something happen to you at a young age? Are you sensitive? What's your story? Uh, well, to me, uh, I, I sort of, I think I was kind of exposed to it at a young age. Um, I, I've grown up, I grew up in a house that, uh, that I, I felt there were things um, that, that just sort of, uh, from time to time, came through. And uh, and I never, I don't consider myself to be sensitive or psychic or anything of those nature, although I think we all have a little bit of it. Um, but uh, the, you know, growing up in a household, being exposed to it, um, you know, having exposure out in outside places, um, you know, having experiences. Uh, and then as time going on, I guess just being, you know, with the advent of the, the, uh, the, the television, 
series that are that are out there and so forth. Uh, I, I've just, uh, I guess, I've sort of got the courage to um, to seek more information, to be able to um, have a better understanding for myself um, what was what I was experiencing. Um, but then, to uh, as time went on, I mean, it started out when with the initiative being. Uh, you know, let's go out and see if we can do this. Hey, we can we can we can go out and buy equipment and 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 try and find these these spirits that are out there. But as time went on, it sort of evolved um, into into what it is now, where like I say, it became more of a, a a situation where we started finding we could actually help to resolve the problems that we were encountering. So uh, it started young and sort of developed since then. But it was a long time, a long time in the coming. Okay, so um, when you have a case. Someone say they mm-hmm. contact you and and they think that they have something going on in their house. What process do you go to through? Uh, it's quite it's actually quite extensive. Uh, I mean, it starts off with a series of phone calls, uh, questionnaires, um, so, you know, preliminary visits, uh, you know, and ultimately um, would materialize into an actual investigation um, with results of some sort, whether. Uh, you know, pretty much present to the client whatever we find, uh, and at that point in time, they would decide uh, where we go from there. So it would be uh, some people are comfortable with it, uh, whereas others um, others seek the uh, extra help where we try to resolve the problem, um, or at least give them advice on how to resolve things. Um, and that's where the that's where the hard work comes in. So that's you know, but the uh, initially it's just a lot of time, a lot of conversation. You almost become friends with everybody before you actually go to their home. They actually know you. So um, it's a, it's a, it's quite the process, but it is it is worthwhile when it's all said and done. Do you believe in ghosts yourself, Frank? Do I believe in ghosts? I, I believe I do. If for the, the term ghost, yes, I do believe they're for the general term ghost. Yes. Um, can we prove 100% that we are interacting with ghosts? Uh, I, I can't say. Definitely that we can, um, but uh, I do believe that there is something else out there. I mean, I've, I've encountered too many different things and, um, and, and accumulated so much evidence that um, it's hard to deny there is something yet. So, so we know 100% of the spirit. We don't know that. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, do you believe that dead mm-hmm. people can come back to life as ghosts? Like in the sense when they leave their body and they have a form? Do I believe I, I, I actually I do. You know, like I say, I think it's, it's sort of a repetition of the previous question. But yeah, I do believe that is possible. Uh, I, I do think that um, yeah, I say I've encountered too many things to deny there's something. Uh, I, I wish I could 100 percent say that you know, I had um, you know a, a client's grandmother sitting next to a woman on a chair, um, sort of getting some sort of voice response or uh, maybe something they recognize in some kind of activity. Uh, it's hard to be, put your finger down. I, I myself, not being sensitive uh, to the point where I can communicate like that, uh, it's very difficult for me to say 100%, but I, I do have uh, trust in people that do. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, they tell me that these uh, that it is possible to, that they're, they're speaking to an individual. They do get more direct communication. So I, I rely on more of a, um, for lack of better words, more of a scientific, uh, I need the actual physical evidence to 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 prove 100% that there is, in fact, something there. But I do believe, yes. Okay. So have you found cases where you have just debunked it and it's, you found it's, there are is no paranormal activity going on? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's actually the, uh, the major initiative of what this group does. Uh, we don't assume anything. We, we won't go in with any kind of confirmation bias where we assume there's a haunt there or there is not. Uh, we let the evidence speak. But uh, our first initiative is to go in and try and explain things naturally prior to going in and just making an assumption that there was, in fact, any kind of spirit or whatever activity going on. So uh, that's first and foremost. I think it's the most important aspect of it is to actually do that. So, yes. Mm. Um, to a location that you've been, have mm-hmm. you been scared in any of your cases that you've dealt with? I think there's, to say scared, uh, I wouldn't say I've actually been scared. I think it's more of a, a respect. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I've had moments where I felt uh, maybe a little uneasy. Uh, the point where I knew that I maybe I shouldn't be where I was at at that moment, um, uh, but I have I don't I don't let fear um, really uh, really guide me. I, I sort of I try to keep that in check. Uh, I try to keep it real because I, I do think that fear can work against you in the situation. So I wouldn't say that I'm scared. I, I'd say that it's more of a uh, it's a, a very healthy respect for what the possibilities are that, of the things you can encounter. Trying to have an understanding of what those different potential beings are and what they are capable of doing uh, if given the opportunity. So, uh, but it's it's important not to be scared. Uh, I think the scare, being scared, would be a would actually be a bad thing in the situation we're doing what we're doing. I think that's uh, mm-hmm. it's important to recognize that myself. So, when you think about a paranormal activity, when we talk about ghosts. Why would a ghost haunt somebody or stay in someone's house? That, that is a, it's actually the question we all try to get the answer for. I, I, uh, <laughs> I believe that, uh, that those answers are countless. Uh, there really is no specific reason you could put your thumb on and say, this is why they're here. Uh, we hope to get that answer. Uh, we, we do strive for, uh, you know, when all of our efforts, that is ultimately what the goal is. Uh, I see that, uh, you know, you might be able to come up with some sort of possible conclusion uh, just for studying the history of the location or having a possible understanding of who it might be there. Uh, sometimes you can sort of resolve the problem. Uh, they, I mean, they could be there wanting to maybe get a message across. They might have something that's, that's actually physically theirs or was physically theirs in the home uh, or in the location. Uh, there might be a, a connection to the land, um, to an individual. So there's really no easy way to say 100% what it is. Uh, ultimately, the goal of any good investigator would be to try and determine what that fact is, though, um, to help you resolve the problem once you can determine why they are there. So it doesn't always happen, though. It's very difficult to get that answer. Yeah, yeah. What type of equipment do you use on your investigations for people who don't understand, you know, and never has used it? What do you usually use as a common um, equipment that you use? Okay. Uh, I mean, it's funny how we all start out. Uh, I mean, I went out and I bought, uh, you know, over the years, uh, over 10 years I've been doing this, uh, I mean, more equipment that I probably should, I know I should have bought. Um, I mean, half of which we don't use now because as time goes on, um, you find that the equipment that you're using has a lot of things that can actually be detrimental by using it, uh, meaning that you're getting uh, you're using a uh, a meter of some sort that really isn't designed to do what we're doing, but um, we're we're trying to use technology the best we can in order to uh, to communicate with 
the other side um, or whatever might be present. So as time went on, we started out having meters and all sorts of cameras and, and so forth and so on, um, and you know, motion sensors and every, every possible thing you can think of. But when it comes down to it now, um, most of our investigations, we just walk around with a voice recorder in our, in our, in our brains. I mean, it's, uh, a lot of stuff never leaves the boxes anymore. But we have an array of everything. Um, it, it comes down to EMF meters, uh, full-spectrum cameras. Uh, I mean, it's you know, we have you know all sorts of uh, trigger toys. Um, you know, you name it. A, uh, anything you've seen on the television shows, we have it. Frank, mm-hmm. with a full-spectrum camera, for our listeners who don't understand that, can you explain that to them so they understand? Sure. Uh, a full-spectrum camera is a camera that sees, as my dog barking in the other room if you hear it, uh, is a, a uh, camera that is able to see into the infrared and ultraviolet light um, or the invisible light that we don't see with our normal vision. Uh, so a full-spectrum camera includes uh, normal light that we see every with our, or with our mm-hmm. eyes and also includes uh, touches into a small spectrum part of the spectrum of the infrared as well as a small spectrum of the ultraviolet light. Um, the invisible light. Um, the cameras themselves are are designed um, and have filters removed from them that allow that light to come through. Um, and it's beneficial to us because uh, we we believe as investigators that um, that these beings uh, might re- they reside for obviously for most part outside of our spectrum that we can see. So we're able to use additional spectrum you know, areas outside that window. Uh, that we can see to hopefully catch images of things that are around us. So we use. Can I explain it? I don't, I don't know if I explained it or not. But that perfect. That's perfect. Perfect. Good. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a commercial break. We'll come back okay. with our guest. And Gina, what's the telephone number that our listeners can call? It is eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. Give us a call. And we'll be back right after this commercial break. We have a great metaphysical shop in New Jersey, which is known as Sacred Green Earth. They carry a large variety of new and used books, including audiobooks, and DVDs. Our statuary and gifts are imported from 14 different countries, and they carry inspirational banners and decor items from many diverse walks of life. This store prides itself on carrying the highest quality of incense from all over the world. We're located at 511 White Horse Pike, Oakland, New Jersey, or simply call us at created a new trend by mixing comfort with a positive design to inspire the wearer of our clothing line. 
In each of our custom creations, we've designed an inspiration word incorporated into a Mandela. If you want to be the first to check out these cool designs, visit us at out-and-out-vibes.myshopify.com. That's outandoutvibes.myshopify.com. Or visit nancytercy.org. Welcome back to Out and Out Live with our guest. Who's our guest today? Frank. Frank <laughs> Lazaro from NJ Rope. So, Frank, exactly. We have, yep. We have a couple more questions for you. Absolutely. So, when you are, do you have any stories you could tell us about an investigation you've done? I know that many are confidential, but I know that you've also gone to historical places. Is there a story you can tell us about one of those? Um, I think we try and do that. Um, see, there's been so many. Um, over the years, uh, thinking back, uh, we've investigated uh, multitude of historical locations, I say private homes and so forth. But from ones that stand out, um, I mean, we've captured I mean, the ones that stand out the most from, from like from an evidence point of view, and just really a perfect, uh, a good, good experience was uh, we had gone up to um, what was that at the time was it historically called the Bronzeville Library up in North Jersey. Um, and there's nothing confidential, but it was a very well-known um, historical location that had been investigated previously by other groups. Um, so we we thought we'd give a swing at it and see what we come up with, and. Uh, some of the stories with it were that um, the there had been a a wife and a husband who who resided there at the time, um, and the husband had been accused of and and found guilty of treason um, at during the time of Revolutionary War. So the story is, and there's no proof that it's true, but the, the story was that um, he was you know executed and that his body was laid in state um, in the living room of this building. Um, and the next morning when the wife had come down, um, she found his body in there and ultimately went crazy and spent the rest of her life um, in the house and, and, and you know ultimately dying and so forth. And that this building was in fact haunted by, by her spirit. Uh, so when we we're not to investigate it. It was it was very uh, it, was, so it was very interesting just from a historical point of view. And again, without hardcore facts, it was it was more about just see what we can come up with. It was hopefully something will talk to us. But uh, we actually did get female responses. There was no proof of this woman. But um, when it all came down to it, uh, we had captured uh, three fantastic photographs um, in this location of what we perceived to be uh, spirits. Uh, you know, three photographs of. Of figures standing in, in, a, in a doorway or in a, you know, or basically across the room from us, um, and and the, uh, you know, there was, they were captured in that inverted ultraviolet light that we were talking about prior in, in the previous conversation, a previous question, and uh, you know, it was just fascinating to actually catch voices that that had an English accent, um, as well as these photographs um, that were. Um, that you know that that we you know first we never just never expected them, uh, and they were just. You know, and they've actually become photographs that have been used in uh, in books by uh, by now 
unfortunately deceased Brad Steiger. Uh, he had put them in his book as, as um, in his Ghost uh, Russell Spirits book that he had put out the editions of. Uh, so that was a uh, that was probably our most interesting um, evidence from a, from an investigative point of view. Uh, and, then, and then you have the other extreme where you're you're, you're dealing with residences, um, and you know just some of the stories um, that you walk into. We had we had a house one time. We don't get too much in detail location that was uh, our clients had been hearing uh, footsteps, doors opening, lights on, everything, whole nine yards. Uh, when we had investigated it, um, we were able to actually catch doors opening. Uh, we had video of, of doors opening. We had uh, captured a photograph of, a, of what we thought was, or I think is a full body apparition walking down the hallway of this particular home. Um, so, so it is possible to, uh, to really interact with these uh, beings. Uh, cases that might make you a little more nervous. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, you're, you're asking if I ever got scared. Uh, I remember having a case where uh, we had a private home in Haddonfield where the uh, ended up being the uh, when we had proceeded into a particular room, myself and another investigator, uh, we thought we had seen uh, a figure walking towards us um, that was very ominous. Uh, that we felt as if we had gone any further, we would have uh, we would have been in a situation where we might have been a little uncomfortable, or part, you know, possibly could have gotten hurt. So we retreated from the room. Um, Gave the distance that we you know, respect to the entity that was there, and finally, and ironically, and quite actually, kind of funny looking at it back now, uh, we walked across the hallway to another room, and as it turned out, uh, the same figure uh, was, seen, was seen approaching us again in that room. So we just kind of nonchalantly went upstairs and let it have its space. And uh, about an hour or so later, once we conducted our investigation, continued, you know, went back and investigated a second time into that room. Uh, the room was completely different. Uh, there was the feeling was no longer there was no longer a heavy feeling was no longer a uh, a tense situation. It was uh, you know as if any other room we'd ever investigated. That you know, sometimes you sit there in these rooms, and you're like, oh my god, are we wasting our time? There's nothing here, but uh, the evidence speaks. So that's an array there. Um, every case is different. I mean, you know, yeah. every one of them has their own their own um, you know their own good high points and low points. So I hope that you answers that some- question. Those are are amazing stories. Wow. Thank you. So what we want to do is open our lines to our listeners. So give us a call at 1-888-627-6008. And then what we'll do is (laughs) let's see if we have any callers. It doesn't look like we have any yet. Hello? Hello. Okay. Okay. So the lines are open, so give us a call if you have any questions about paranormal. Um, I do have a a question that came in before the show for you, Frank. So can so the a little girl wrote this to us. Can ghosts answer phones? Oh. (laughs) Can they answer phones? Um, yes. you know, I, I don't know that a hundred percent. Um, but I, I have, I have heard stories, um, and, and had never so much an encounter of my own, but, uh, I have heard stories of people having a phone ring and 
picking up the phone and um, feeling as if the communication from the other side was, in fact, a deceased relative or, or a family member. Uh, I, so I've never encountered it myself, so I can't say 100%, but um, I yeah, – there, I heard a, heard a voice. Uh, the, uh, no, you're good. Not from the other side. Oh, another voice came in. I wasn't sure I wasn't overriding somebody, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. But I, 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 it's hard to answer that question directly. But I, I do think, out of uh, out of fairness, that anything is possible in the paranormal world. So uh, well, I would not discount I, it. I'll, um, I'll answer this. Um, yes, mm-hmm. I believe it's possible from my dealings. Um, I've dealt with, you know, my thing being the psychic medium. Um, telephones are electronic. Everything has energy, and since they are energy, since telephones are energy, things can go through and messages can be received by phone. So for the girl, that was Frank. From my viewpoint, they can, and they can even text. And you could hear a voicemail from them also. Because I've had, yeah, you know, I've, I've had, I've had, I've had stories of uh, exactly. I've had uh, clients who presented us that. So uh, was yeah. evidence of of. Uh, uh, of text messages and so forth. Uh, they they provide and, and again, uh, being a skeptic uh, uh, to a degree of my own, um, you know, I, I have to. It's hard for me to accept that as evidence because there's so many factors that could be um, the reason why that text message is there. But um, I agree with you, Nancy. I, I do think it um, it is possible. I don't see why not. Um, I just never experienced it myself, so I don't know. Sure. Sure. I've only experienced mm-hmm. once. And it was dead air on the end, but it was interesting because it was for the person and it was their mom. So it was just interesting. But yes, I believe. So you believe. And we let's take a caller. Um, hello. Okay. Welcome to Out Now Live. Hi. What's your name? Hi, what's your Hi name? how are you? <laughs> so uh, my name's Julie and I'm here with Emma. Hello. Um, Hi, Emma. Hi, how are you? And so Emma actually has a story about, um, I think, for how long has this? It's been happening for a while in my house, different encounters. Like, we've heard, um, my house is old. It was built in, like, the 1900s. And we've just had a lot of different encounters, you know, like, sounds of people walking up the stairs, doors, you know, opening once in a while. And didn't you feel like a wind one? Yeah, like my door, it kind of like breezed open in the middle of the night in my room. Okay. okay. Things like that. Okay. Um, so um, what's, yeah. What's your question in reference? Um, do you want to know who they are? Do you want to know if there's something to be scared about? What's your question or both? Um, yeah, well, as far as who it is, um, I, I'm not totally sure. I know, um, before we got the house, there was an older woman who owned it who passed away. Um, maybe my question would be, like, if they're still there, because, um, it's happened in the past, you know, now I'm at school, so I haven't been around to hear anything or notice if the, uh, presence is still there. Okay. Do you want to hear uh, this one, Frank, or do you want me to? I, I'll, well, I'll take a swing out of here. Um, okay. The uh, with reference to uh, you mentioned uh, footsteps and and things of that nature. Um, it, it could go either way with whether they're or not. I mean, that could be uh, what we call residual uh, haunt, where you have um, sounds and things that are sort of trapped 
um, or uh, energy that's trapped that releases from time to time and, and presents with footsteps or or uh, even so much as possibly seeing things walking across a room um, that really don't have an intelligent nature to them. Um, they're just there and it just replays like a record player. Um, then you have an intelligent haunt, um, which would be one that would interact with you. So uh, I would it, the best way... I always tell people that when you have a situation in your home like that, are they making you nervous? Um, or are you feel threatened by it or just coexisting? Um, or? Nothing threatening has, like, directly happened. Like, I get scared from it from, from time to time, um, mainly because okay. I live in the attic of my house, and I can hear sometimes, like, steps coming up the stairs. Okay. Uh, what I would recommend to you to do um, is to um, what we call claim your space. Um, if you're feeling threatened, you're feeling um, as if there's something there or present with you, uh, we would always recommend to you first to say, um, you know, this is my room, this is my home, and I really don't want you here. Um, and if you have to be here, then uh, you, I need you to kind of go away so I don't know you're here. Um, and, you know, see if that works. And, you know, and say, say it in a... In a, in a and a tone, you're not, you know, don't give them, it, I'm getting an actual echo here, I'm sorry if I'm, um, the phone, the, uh, if, if you're able to uh, sense they're there, then I, that's what I would start doing, I would tell them to leave you alone, uh, to to, uh, um, to leave the room um, when you're in your bedroom, that they're not welcome there with you, um, to uh, see how that works, uh, see if you can, you know, basically control your environment. Uh if if they do um, become uh, to the point where they're not they're not co- you know cooperating with that, then uh, sometimes it's best to have somebody come in and take a look uh, to have a to have a team come in and see if maybe they have a message, uh, maybe they have um, something they can speak to uh, in order to give you some sort of answers of what they might need, uh, and then then you open up the other door where you start you know working towards um, see if you can maybe get a, psych- a psychic medium or some sort of uh, blessing of the home in order to help them move across or to uh, whatever they need to do. So it's a lot of options there. Um, but first, you should definitely try to claim your space and see if you can uh, control the environment um, and, and see if that helps. Does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, it does. Thank you. Sure. Nancy, do you have you anything know? to add? <laughs> sure. Letting you know it is a woman. She is a friendly spirit. She is with the house and she's not there often. I don't think you're hearing her anymore because it was residual, but it was her also. Um, she is a friendly spirit, and I wouldn't really worry about her because it looks like over time has gone has gone since you have left. It has gotten less and not more. And sooner or later, she will dissipate. Okay. That's great. Very good. All right, Emma and Julie, thank you for calling, and uh, have a great night. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay. Um, We have another caller. Welcome to Out and Out Vibes. Your name? Uh, Hello. uh, My name is Dan. I'm actually a member of uh, Frank's team. Um, I have have a couple yeah, I have, I have a couple questions because uh, he he's a very inspirational person, um, and I would uh, he's probably one of the most inspirational pers- people other than my father that uh, that I've met. Um, I have a couple questions. Uh, first off, sure, his faith 
Frank Frank has a lot of faith, and, and he's he's a man of God. And um, I'm curious if his investigating has strengthened or weakened his faith in what he believes in. Good question. Uh, I didn't pay him to ask that question either. Too, we're good. <laughs> but uh, no, no. I mean, it all jokes aside. Uh, I, actually, Dan, um, I, I think that's a good question. I, I think that this uh, this whole the whole experiences uh, uh, that I've been uh, that I've had for the last ten years investigating, and it's been it's been uh, you know, I mean. Uh, I mean, for me, over 600 investigations. So I, I started out with Nancy um, and had a lot of questions. And, and um, as time goes on um, with the number, you know, the large number of cases that I've handled, I, I do think that uh, it definitely has strengthened uh, my faith uh, because uh, I've, with the work that we've done, um, I mean, I've felt that I've come closer to um, – to, to God, uh, in my, you know, my faith uh, with Catholicism, and uh, and I do believe that uh, they are there is definitely something more um, than we have um, here with us. So I rely on that um, when I do a, a home blessing. It isn't me. I mean, I have to have faith. Uh, it, we're we're just conduits. So I've become very strong uh, uh, with with my belief. Um, I think that that's important to have faith. I mean, as you have to have, you have to believe in something. Um, and uh, I find that uh, as, as time goes on, it's definitely gotten stronger for me. So uh, a lot of, you know, still a lot of questions. Um, I mean, my question is, is why? I mean, why, why me? I mean, you know, I'm just uh, Frank Lazaro. I mean, grew up in Gloucester Township, New Jersey, and really, you know, <laughs> never expected to be doing what I'm doing now. But uh, as, as time going on, um, it certainly has um, strengthened. Um, and I hope it continues to strengthen. Uh, I, I find that uh, you know when I when I say the prayers that I would say for any kind of home blessing or clearing, uh, even working on an individual, that um, because of my experience, I feel very empowered. Um, so yes, that's my answer. Yeah. Um, the other question I have is uh, your, your drive, uh, your motivation is is unmatched. And I was curious, you, you know. You, I met you a few years ago, and you show no signs of slowing down. You show just as much enthusiasm now as you did back then. And I'm sure when you first started, you had a lot of enthusiasm. What drives you to keep going the way you are? I mean, there's really nothing new that we're finding other than more of the same, um, as as fabulous as it is. So what keeps you coming back for more? Uh, People like yourself, Dan. Uh, I mean, number one. Uh, because there's people that were willing to um, to stand by me and and to do this um, with the same drive. I mean, because I consider yourself to be a very driven person too. And I, I think I think all the team that we have is is in fact driven. But from a personal perspective, um, you know, it's just that will willpower and that desire to help one more person. You know, to to be able to uh, you know maybe just be that missing piece that that you know like for instance the previous caller. Um, that that called in, so maybe maybe just that answer. I mean, I've been may not have been the best answer, but it's what I said at the moment, and it's what I felt. Uh, and and I hope that that um, just that that moment of that, that two minutes of speaking with an individual would be enough to maybe give them the courage to uh, to to better their situation if they had to, uh, to maybe have a better understanding for it. So uh, it, it's just the, the you know the need to continue to just 
be proactive with it. Uh, I'm not looking to be famous. I'm not looking to, um, you know, to set any records, to, you know, have that holy grail. Um, just want to help. That's all. And, and I feel that for whatever reason, God has, uh, has, has chosen me to do my part um, with the help of great people like Dan and now, every other investigator that I've ever worked with uh, to, in fact, do that. So I just keep going. Um, and until the, until the door closes and God lets me know that he no longer needs me to do it, um, this is where I'll be. Um, and then, uh, I try not to question it too much. I, 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 gotta, I have a funny story with uh, which as soon as finish up with, your, with Dan here on his call, his questions, but I can tell you about how I sort of came to recognize, recognize that, um, how finally uh, kind of sunk in that this is where I, I had to be. So. Did that answer your question, Dan? Yeah, and I'll listen. Yeah. All right, very good. Thanks for calling in, Dan, and listening. Thanks. Have a great night. So right now we're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be back with that after our commercial break. Are you looking for that great podcast that you can participate with and get excited about? That will take you on a journey of insight and answers? Then you found it. Join us on Out and Out Vibes with Nancy Tercy and Gina Mastro, which airs every other Sunday at 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PBS Radio. Music is all around us in this world, and we invite you to listen to this powerful, romantic, and enchanting music from Galeb. Galeb's velvet tenor voice will transport you to another time and space with his romantic and powerful vocals. His inspiration in his performance draws from the tenors he most admires, such as Bocelli, and Pavarotti, Domingo, and Corelli. Come check out this great tenor at galeb.net. That's spelled G-H-A-L-E-B dot net. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Bye. So, uh, Frank, so when we left, yes. you were going to share mm-hmm. a story with us. Share your uh, I was, yes. I, I will. Um, it's, I, I think that everybody has, I was saying off air that I think everybody has a moment when they, um, they recognize, uh, I guess, more about themselves um, and, and the questions that you have um, sort of get answered. Um, and uh, I had my... My moment, um, I said, believe it or not, I've, I've been doing this for 10 years, uh, and my moment finally came to me um, about a year ago. 
And I finally asked the question, like, why me? You know, what, what did I do? Uh, where, why did you pick me out of all the millions and billions of people in the world? Uh, why would you want me to do this? Um, so I had a, without, I'm not going to give any details or names or anything like that, but I had been uh, sitting with a friend, um, also in the, in the field uh, of the investigating, and, uh, and I'd asked her, um, what, what was your, you know, why did you, you know, I've been, I've been, you've been eating at me. Like, yeah. And I said to her, what was your reason for, um, for getting into this? Because, you know, I'm, I have questions, uh, you know, that about myself. And she went on to explain to me, um, her story and how she had, had gotten involved and, and ultimately, um, and mentioned to me a Bible passage. So, I said, oh, all right, well, that, that's great. I'm going to go home and I'll, I'll read that Bible passage um, and see if it makes sense to me. Maybe that's the answer I need. You know, who knows? The inspiration. So long story short, it's like I go home on the same night uh, when I'm reading a – I was reading a book. Um, I don't even remember the name of the book at this point. Uh, it was The Exorcist uh, Handbook or something I think it was. I can't remember. But uh, in any case, the uh, uh, reading this uh, – there's you know, high-quality entertainment there in that book, right? But uh, I, I'm reading this book, and I and – I, and I, Put it down, and I and I decide to call this individual up, and I and I say, you know, um, can you re- refresh me of um, uh, what that Bible passage was? Is I'm getting ready for bed, and I just want to read that over before I go to sleep here, and um, you know, and see if it makes any sense to me. Um, so she texts me over the information, um, and uh, you know, to be precise, it was Matthew chapter four, verses one through twelve. So I download an app on my phone, a Bible app on my phone, and, uh, you know, I didn't have a Bible near me, so I download this app, and I, I, I go into Matthew chapter 4, um, verse 1 through 12, and I start reading this this passage. Um, and it's about the uh, uh, Jesus being tempted um, in the devil, uh, by the devil in the desert. Um, during his time, he was wandering into the desert to, uh, you know, I guess, to, to find himself. So, and that's the passage she had used. And I said, you know, well, that's interesting because about 30 seconds before when I put the book down, I just finished reading a chapter in the book that explained that exact same passage. Uh, and I put down that book, and the next book that I picked up was the exact story that I had just read about uh, in the book previously. And if you remember, I had um, been asking myself, asking God, why me? So I guess that made sense to me because not only did it help her with the uh, when she saw it, uh, but <laughs> kind of in the same way it helped me because what were the odds of my picking up two books side, identical, one after the other that had this identical passage that was well, in the first book explained to me and the second one was the actual passage. So uh, I took that as I looked up and I said, oh, yeah, I got it. I get it. I understand. Uh, uh, that's all you need to say. You got your point across. So uh, so I kept at it. Um, and, and that strengthened me even more because then I knew that I had um, – that I had his support, and that was important uh, because, like I said, I questioned myself: as, you know, who, what gives me the right to do what I'm doing? Uh, I'm out here, and I'm, you know, I'm taking on a role um, that, you know, you know, who are we? We're we're little, um, but you know, here we are. We're, we're out there. We're challenging these these beings that are, for all purposes, stronger than us. Been around since the beginning of time. Um, who are we to take them on? But you no. Know, that made me understand that, um, you know, we're, we're, we're in my faith uh, with Catholicism that, you know, I'm doing it um, for the better of people. 
And uh, that, you know, in my faith, I understand that, uh, you know, if, if I, any person who claims in the name of Jesus Christ that they're, that they're, you know, they're doing this um, for the good of mankind, then we all have a right to do that. So I've sort of taken the reins and I've run with it. So that was, that's, that's a little great. story about how, you know, everybody has their own inspiration and that was mine. So, yeah. you know. You know, sometimes I think yeah. that um, you just need a normal person to show you that this stuff can happen. You know, you said you're not a psychic, you're not, um, you're just a normal person. And sometimes for people to believe that something is actually going on in their house, they need to hear it from a normal person and not a psychic or someone else. Because correct. it's more believable. It, it is correct. You know. Well, you know, so, I don't even think it's so much believable. It just gives them. I mean, anybody. I mean, I guess. I guess yes. If you look at it from a from a perspective of a lot of times, psychics are um, you know people question. Um, yeah. Well, how do we know what you're saying is real? You know. I mean? Right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, I don't along know coming those from lines, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. along those lines, what types of people work with you on your team? Other than just well, a wide, a wide yeah, array of well, people, people like myself, um, people who are driven. Um, I mean, I work with the greatest people. I mean, I, I think uh, uh, I know several of my members listening today, and, and they know um, that uh, I, I love them all as family, um, that, uh, that this group would not be where it is without them, um, that they are, you know, a lot of the reason why the drive continues as well, because believe me, there's been times where I've said, "Well, oh my God, I just walk, I should just walk away from this." But having that, that even one person like Dan call in and say, "You know, what keeps you going?" I was honest when I said him. I mean, those people they keep me going uh, because you know it's a lot of work. Uh, so the people in this group are, um, we have a you know we have a wide array of people. We have a uh, multitude of religions. Um, we have. Uh, you know, skeptics, we have believers, true believers, 100% believers, uh, some people with the real backing a little bit, you know. <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same point, um, you know, we all have that one common thing. Um, we all want to help. And that's what makes us, uh, it makes us great, it makes us, in my opinion, powerful. Um, together, we're, we're stronger than we would be as individuals. And, uh, and we, we trust each other. We, we love each other like family. We have each other's backs all the time. Um, and, and I trust them. I know that uh, they have mine, and that's that's the that's the important thing. You got to have that um, with the people you're standing shoulder to shoulder with when you're going into you know what we we say is battle, and, and in a sense, it is. Um, mm-hmm. It can be, so it's important to trust the people you're with. Well, so with that mm-hmm. leads up to my next question: Has anything ever happened to you that you cannot explain with an investigation, or that you experienced? Uh. Well, yeah, yeah, from a physical point of view, I mean, I've been, um, I have been touched, and we've all, we've all, at some point in time, we've, oops, got a caller, um, let me answer this one here, uh, we've been touched, and, yeah, I keep like hearing his voice giving my ear, I'm like, well, it's like I'm overwriting. <laughs> you guys are experiencing, like, how I, I get them. <laughs> I'm like, who's that voice? Uh, but you are. But, uh, anyways, like yeah. Both of you are. Yeah, no, that's a whole different kind of sensitive. Um, but um, no, I, I, uh, I, I think that uh, from my perspective, I have things I can't explain. Um, answer that briefly. Um, you know, I mean, I've been touched. I, I mean, I've even we've been scratched. We've been 
Um, I've seen people get, you know, a scratch in front of this. I mean, you know, we, you know, those are the kind of things you can't explain because, you know, it's one thing to get a voice response on a recorder, um, and I still can't explain that either, why that happens. But when you see somebody standing in front of you that or you yourself have something happen out of the blue, um, that certainly takes you a step backwards. Um, when, you, when you're doing a, a cleansing of a home, and, um, and I've been in a blessing of a home where, where we actually heard what sounded like a scream uh, as, as the home just got quiet. I mean, it was like something was drugged out of the house. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was, it was this, this loud female-sounding scream, that, uh, and, and then it was over. And, and the house got quiet and calm, and life went on for everybody. So those are the kind of things you can't explain. Um, and, you know, you look at that and it, and it does keep you going as well because you want more of that. You know, you want to, oh, how did that happen? So that's, that's the curiosity side of it coming in as well uh, because, you know, we're all, we're all trying to explain what we're, what we're, we all have our own personal reasons for being here. So. All right. Let's take our next caller. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? Hi. Julie. Julie, what's your question? I was wondering if I could ask a non-related ghost question, like a question not about ghosts. Sure, go ahead. Okay, so I was wondering what um, might be coming into my life in 2019 and what I should keep in mind uh, moving forward to stay grounded and to keep high energy because I'm really sensitive and sometimes I have like a hard time uh, staying focused, I guess. Okay. So you're asking me, correct? Okay. Yeah. Unless you want to take this one, Frank. Yeah, this is all you, this one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're, we're running out of time, so I'm going to be really fast with this. Okay. Yeah. So basically for you, what I see is the gift of acceptance for yourself. Um, A lot of people come to you and draw your energy out because you're empathic. And rather than encouraging a situation to remain the same, what I want you to do is accept your power of being empathic and guard yourself against it. Don't be so wanting to get that friendship so much because it's going to bring you down. Um, there's some uncovering of some some personal growth opportunities for you um, this year and also spiritual development that you haven't gotten yet is hidden yet because you haven't gotten there, but you will through a friend of yours. Um, And you are seeing everything truthful, so don't second-guess yourself. And acceptance is necessary for you, and it's, it's not there yet. There's a little resistance, but it will get there. And what I see is a lot of growth and power and wisdom is coming your way because you're driven. Um, I don't know what, but I'm just going to tell you what I see. A situation seems challenging for you um, while you're going through this for acceptance. And the key for you is transforming yourself. Not in the sense of who you are, but just acceptance for yourself within and stepping forward on your own spiritual path. And that's your big thing this year and next year. Does that answer your question? 
Yes, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for calling. Thank you for talking to me today. All right. Have, have a good have night. A day. So we're getting into our last couple of minutes. So, Frank, if you mm-hmm. have any advice to our listeners, what would you be your last thing to let them know? From uh, advice, uh, always, always, um, well, first off, always be honest with yourself with it. Uh, you know, and anytime if you if you are, are encountering things uh, or you feel like you're encountering things, don't always assume that um, what you're experiencing is in fact a haunt. Um, you know, try to find natural reasons for it first. Try to try to explain, um, you know, what you're what you're experiencing. I guess you know scientifically, uh, for lack of better words. Uh, you know, you know if the lights flickering, you know, assume it could be electrical. You know, have somebody check it out. Uh, you know, don't don't always make the assumption because you know you you want to uh, you know that's where, that's where you have to start. Um, and, and if you can't prove it um, as being something normal or natural, then then you start looking elsewhere, and that's when you start to, like I say, claim your space. Um, and if that doesn't work, then you then you seek help. But don't always just make an assumption that what you have is a haunt. And, and certainly, 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 do not always just assume that whatever is there is is mean, nasty. Um, out to get you because we do find that a lot of times that people are, are just scared uh, as you as you normally should be scared of what we don't see and what we don't understand. Um, and right away, you always get told this is there's a demon in my house, you know, and, it, and it's not the case. Um, you know, there's sometimes just a human spirit that that you just you know, you don't understand each other. Um, and because we're scared of it, it becomes automatically this horrible thing. So, you know, take a step by step, take a breath, take a step back, um, be objective about it. And then take it from there. That would be my best advice for somebody. And our callers, if anyone wants to get in touch with Frank and schedule an investigation, you can go to njrope.com. And in the links, they have a link for scheduling an investigation, as well as you can look at a lot of different places that they have investigated and learn more about their offerings. Thank you for that. And they you and they also have um, you also have a website, correct? That you sell products for people, Frank. That you started? yeah, that, that we, we do. Uh, thank you, I uh, appreciate it. Uh, we do have uh-huh. the uh, what we call the NJ Rope Depot, and actually there's a link to that right on our website as well. So um, the website is pretty much the same. You just if you were to go on that, it would be uh, a link directly on the um, the main website of NJRope.com, and you'll see a a, a picture there of the of a store and woman just click on that and it'll take you right to the uh, store. And that, then what we sell there with this metaphysical and psychic protection devices that would actually be useful as well as protecting yourself. So, um, if you do need something for that sort of protection, so, um, that's where you look. I appreciate it. Well, thanks Frank for being a guest tonight. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Awesome I appreciate time. it. Uh, you have me on. I went, sorry, I went by, I went by quick that hour. Yeah. Um, there was, there was, <laughs> you do that on that. So, uh, it I appreciate does. you guys having me on, and, and good luck with this. Uh, hopefully, this—I uh, you know, know that this is your—I um, believe I'm your first, uh, your first guest. So hopefully, there's many, many more to come, and um, you guys have continued success, you know, success with it here. I think it's—you uh, know—you're doing a good thing. It's awareness as well. So uh, getting out there and talking to people is, um, and having people want to explain different aspects of things is—you um, know—it's a good place to start. So 
keep up with the work. Exactly. That as well. Well, thanks, listeners, for listening to us, to Nancy N. Gina Mastro. Have a great night, everyone. <laughs> nice talking to you, Frank. We'll talk to you Toodles. soon. Bye. Thank you so much for sharing this radio adventure with us this evening. Join us next time as we explore another topic which will expand your awareness of yourself and unlock potential opportunities for all of our listeners. See you next time on Out and Out Vibes. <laughs>